You are now listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. That's right. You are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. How are you doing? You know, I always want to know how are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I hope the pandemic hadn't got you down and all of the other stuff that's going on right now. This is the update this week. Hadn't done one since the end of last month, so it's definitely time to get it in. And we're going to talk about a variety of things today. Uh, is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the former player, a complete idiot? I don't know. R. Kelly seems like he might be going to prison. Probably. Daylight savings time. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Hmm? We're going to talk about the debt ceiling and the crazy politicians. And, of course, the NFL. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, yeah, week three right now uh, in the NFL, and it's still popping. And we're going to get to all of that in just a minute. But like I said, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there, and I hope you are too. Let's start off with Kareem. I don't know if you heard what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said. And, you know, I respect Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because... He's a legend in the, in the NBA, right? He's a legend in the game, formerly known as Lou Alcinda, and changed his name to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar when I believe he found Islam. And that's all fine and dandy, known for his lanky, long, curvy hook shot, right? I'm not saying age or race or any of the other potential multitude of factors have anything to do with this. But sometimes it seems like some people should just shut the fuck up. And I only say that because Kareem says some shit. And I quote, and this was just day before yesterday. By the way, it's the um, last couple days of September 2021. He said, and I quote, the NBA should insist that all players and staff are vaccinated or remove them from the team, end quote. Now, to me, that just reeks of idiocy. Okay? I get it. I have covered this in vaccination episodes and in other episodes, other recent episodes. You feel strongly that people should get vaccinated. And that's what you should say. I feel strongly that people should be vaccinated. Not get vaccinated or get fired. Okay? It is a personal choice what people choose to do with their lives and with with their body. Plain and simple. It's that simple, Kareem. And I'm talking to you if you happen to hear this episode. Don't say dumb shit like that. Now, I know you feel strongly. Here's another quote from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. There is no room for players who are willing to risk the health and lives of their teammates, the staff, and the fans simply because they are unable to grasp the seriousness, the seriousness of the situation or do the necessary research. End quote. Newsflash dumbass. And I hate to call a legend, and I don't mean any disrespect, but that's some dumbass shit to say. First of all, I doubt that the players, I know the players are not risking the health and the lives of their teammates and the staff and the fans because they're not vaccinated. The science, the facts, Vaccinated or unvaccinated, you can still spread the virus. Vaccinated or unvaccinated, you can still die from the virus. Those are the facts. So if somebody chooses not to inject a foreign substance into their body, 
They should not lose their livelihood. They should not be subject to ridicule. They should not be basically extorted. I know you feel strongly, but what about respect for people's choices? It's the same thing with abortion. How you feel about abortion, Kareem? Hmm? Yeah. It's the woman's choice. Do you understand the word choice? Do you understand the word freedom? Now, I had an entire episode recently, just a few episodes back, dedicated to Howard Stern. Respected him as a buffoon, as the court jester that he is. The court jester, I say, because he says outlandish shit. He's a shock jock. And he rode that shit all the way to the bank. So I give him props for learning how to utilize his yapper to make millions and millions of dollars. Hooray for him. But as a man... I have no respect for his goofy ass at all. I don't have respect for somebody just because they've earned a large income. That is not my measure of success. And the same applies or is applicable here to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't have necessary respect because you can handle a ball or you have athletic prowess or special athletic abilities or because you've made money or because you're famous. None of that shit gets my respect. You put your pants on one leg at a time just like I do. You may have more money than I do. You may have more fame. I can definitely do without the fame. Could use a little more money. And while I'm on that, please support the show, please. Check in the show notes. Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. If you would support the show value for value, as you know, I do not read any ads. It costs time and money to produce this show. If you find value in the show, please give me some value back. A dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. And again, if you're a big baller, you're making bukus of money, you got millions and billions of dollars, and you want to help a brother out, help me grow the show, I would greatly appreciate it. Shoot me an email at mikesopinionshow at gmail.com. That's mikesopinionshow at gmail.com. You don't have to just say, send me your address. Of course, I'd like to hear from you, know who you are, why you're supporting the show. And I will send you my mailing address where you can mail me a nice box of cold hard cash or where to send me a nice cashier's check or however you want to do it. Greatly, greatly appreciate it because I'm not really, um, I'm open to sponsorships and reading ads if it comes down to that and the deal is right. But I like, you know, not having commercials, don't you? I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of commercials, to be quite honest with you. But if it comes down to that, then so be it. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do it. I'll pick the right ads that I'm comfortable with in products and services that I truly enjoy. Okay. If you cannot or will not support the show financially, please support the show in other ways by liking, subscribing sharing, supporting, commenting, and doing all that stuff on all the social media, all of the podcast players. You know, it takes a quick second. Just hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. I'm beefing up my YouTube, y'all. So YouTube is coming. I'm on there. There are some episodes on there, but the full catalog is not there yet. So, but it is coming. I'm up to like 73, 74 episodes now. So it's coming. I appreciate your patience with that. So, um, Like I said, please support the show. But I'm not a rich, famous person like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is. He said something else about, as a matter of fact, here's the quote. A lot of people in minority communities respect athletes that go out there and take their word on things of this nature. End quote. Another quote, he said, anytime that happens, it's making it possible for more people to get the vaccination that they need and help us beat this COVID-19 thing down, end quote. Now, I get it. You're one of those athletes. And to spread the idea that 
get the vaccine or get removed from the team? Think about the words you're saying. Think about what that implies. Think about any any followers, any young people that are coming up that admire you, which none of the young people today knew who the fuck you are. They, like a few might know who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I'm in my mid-50s, so I know who you are. Okay, but let's just say that you people still have learned about you and the young people. What are you teaching them? Hmm? You're teaching them to enslave themselves. You're teaching them to fall in line. Is that what you want to teach? Is that the message you want? Or are you long in the tooth? You're old, you're near death, and you're afraid of catching this virus. And I understand. A lot of people are afraid of death. And maybe you are, maybe you're not. I don't know you. Okay? I don't, I don't profess to know you. I know very little about you. You play ball, you change your name. That's pretty much what I know about you. You were in a couple of uh, movies, I think. So, I don't care who you are. Rich and famous or a homeless person on the street or anybody in between. Anybody that wants to extort someone into getting the vaccine. And it is extortion, let's be clear. Okay, you get the vaccine or I'm taking something from you. That's extortion. I respect your passion for wanting to stamp out this virus. I'm equally as passionate as wanting this virus to go away. I get it. But I would never impose my will upon someone and threaten their livelihood, threaten their families, threaten them in any way if they choose not to. Once again, the science is clear. You can catch, spread, and die. From COVID-19, even if you are vaccinated, even if you are vaccinated. I've, like I said, I've touched on this many times in many episodes. I've got two vaccine vaccination episodes. And the first episode I ever did was vaccinations. And this was well before the pandemic was even a thing. Before COVID-19 even was on anybody's brain, we had ever heard the word COVID-19. Unless, of course, you were in the infectious disease or virus arena, if you did that for, for a living. So I've been what's commonly referred to as an anti-vaxxer for a while, for for decades. Never had the flu shot. Guess what else I've never had? The flu. Never had the flu. It comes down to respecting someone's choice. I know you fear this virus. I know many of you fear death. But I hate to tell you we're all going to die, whether it be from this or the myriad of other things that can bring us to our dying day. But it's coming for each and every one of us. Do you understand that, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Backtrack. Somebody get this episode, this episode and my other episodes to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Abdul-Jabbar, and, and tell him he needs to change his mind on this. He needs to be more progressive. He needs to think this through before he lets his passion, let his tongue say some dumb shit. Now, I do respect your right to have an opinion on this. However, as old as you are, you should know better than saying some shit like this. All right, Kareem? All right. Moving on. Oh, <laughs> I'm sighing and I'm laughing, but it ain't really funny. Um, R. Kelly. 
R. Kelly is most likely going to prison. Yeah. There's, there seems to be no doubt about that. If you haven't heard, R. Kelly was recently found guilty of racketeering. And, uh, that includes acts of bribery and sexual exploitation of a child, along with separate charges of sex trafficking. Guilty of racketeering, guilty of sex trafficking, Mr. Robert Kelly, otherwise known as R. Kelly. I have two episodes. One entitled R. Kelly, the other one R. Kelly Part 2. You may want to go check those out to see, you know, pause this one, listen to those and come back to this one because um, you may know how I feel about this. If you want a summary of that, free R. Kelly. That's how I feel about it. Now, I know you're like, what? Free R. Kelly? Yes. That's how I feel about it. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. But before you hear me out, I'm not a pedophile, not into young girls, not into underage girls, not into any of that. That being said, he married R. Kelly, excuse me, R. Kelly married Aaliyah when she was 15. Right? It was quickly annulled. She loved him. I don't know Leah. Never met her. And by the way, may she rest in peace. Okay. Age is not a prerequisite to compatibility. I will say that. If we're talking honestly and candidly and really. Now, I'm not a follower. Law-abiding citizen. Eh. We live in a society, right? Now, there are men and women, mostly men, that tell me these things that I cannot do. They didn't ask my permission. They just said you can't do that. And for centuries in America right here, and still goes on all around the world, and still legal in certain parts of this United States of America, you can marry a 13, 14-year-old girl. They do it overseas, 10, 11, 12, 13. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. When R. Kelly and Aaliyah got married, R. Kelly was 27, uh, was 27 years old. Aaliyah was 15. People say, at 15, you're a complete idiot. You don't know right from wrong. You don't know right, left from right. You don't know anything. So... It's positioned as if 27-year-old R. Kelly was taking advantage of 15-year-old Lily. They lied about her age so they could get married. I get it. Seems wrong on the surface. And like I said, I do not know Leah. I mean, no disrespect to her at all. May she rest in peace. May her soul rest in peace. What happened to her was tragic. But the interviews I've seen of her, she seemed like a very mature young lady. Was R. Kelly truly in love with her? I don't know. I don't know. There are stories about R. Kelly allegedly picking up girls, young girls at McDonald's. What's very interesting to me is that if you go in any grocery store, magazine stand, online and look at advertising the girls that are advertising on all of these publications commercials are young girls between the ages of 13 and 21 why do you think that is why was to catch a predator so um, uh, successful, I was hesitant to use that word. And they caught, lured, and trapped doctors, attorneys, teachers, accountants, police officers, judges. Do you know why? Because young women sell products.
young women appeal to men of all ages. Yes. It's a fact. I didn't make this. I was born into this. This is the way the world was when I got here. R. Kelly's tour manager testified against him reluctantly. There was a welfare office worker that supposedly took money. The minister that married him said he ain't know nothing about them. It didn't take the jury long to bring back these verdicts of guilty, right? There's a former radio intern that said R. Kelly invited her to travel to Chicago to interview him at his studio. She got there. He locked her in the room. She couldn't get out for days. Imprisonment is definitely wrong. Interesting. She said she was kept in the room for several days, occasionally let out to go to the bathroom and shower. Could she not escape? Hmm? I have seen countless stories of people that are rich and or famous get extorted for money. Be lied on. It's all about money and fame. And I'm not saying all of these girls or women were, were wrong or lying. I don't know. All I know is what comes out in the media. I saw the R. Kelly interview with Gail King and people didn't buy it. He's like, I'm fighting for my life. But the reason why I say free R. Kelly is this. I don't know of one of these young ladies that claimed they suffered any violence or suffered any rape. They were in contact with their families. They were not there against their will. And because a man is attracted to younger women, younger women, I didn't hear nothing about no eight-year-olds, no 10-year-olds. In fact, Aaliyah was the youngest one at 15 and he married her. I think the brothers gotten a bad rap, just like I think Bill Cosby did, Sammy Davis Jr., I mean, I can go on and on. The list of black prominent men that have been vilified publicly with the ultimate goal of being in prison. R. Kelly was a national hero for one reason and one reason only, for the song I Believe I Could Fly. Bill Cosby was a national hero for The Cosby Show for Fat Albert, for the for the variety of shows and, and positive things, Jello pudding, all of these 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 positive imagery, right? Could it be a sinister plot to take down all the black male positive icons that exist? Could it be? Huh? Or are these people just so incredibly horrible that they know they need to go to prison for the rest of their life? Hmm? Hmm? You know, R. Kelly's got a lot of problems. And he's probably going to prison for a long time. And I say probably because I have seen some shit looks like smoke a gun, looks like, you know, these convictions, and, you know, but then there's appeals, money changes hands, lots of stuff goes on. Right. So I don't know, but he's got more federal charges in Illinois. He's got other charges in different places, you know, that that's 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 coming. Minnesota. One of the, the victims said. You know, and, and I, I quote here. I'm ready to start living my life free from fear. Fear of what? Fear of what? 
This is what she said. I am happy to finally close this chapter of my life. No matter what you think of me or how you feel about things today, I made history. I want to see you be brave. End quote. This was on her Instagram page. And the words I made history were all capitalized. To me, it's despicable. It's sickening. It's nauseating. Some people want fame at the cost of someone else's life. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if that's the case or not. But that quote belongs to Jerhonda Pace, and that was her Instagram. You can look it up. She posted it hours after the, the verdict was read. I made history. Whoo-wee. Don't believe everything you hear, you read on, you know, there's more to these stories. By the time it makes it public, there's more to these stories. And it is possible that, yes, R. Kelly might like it rough. He might be a control freak. He might be into a certain lifestyle. He might like young women. I don't think he deserves to be in prison for the rest of his life because of it. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Hmm? Yeah. Are you up on the debt ceiling? Are you, are you, are you, are you hip to the debt ceiling drama that's going on in the government right now? Hmm? You know, the usual characters, Pelosi, Schumer, McConnell, Biden, huh? And and the and the countless of other clowns? Cause that's what they seem like, right? But here we are again. The the debt ceiling, they don't want to raise it, right? And we've been here before. Right? The national debt limit. And 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 oh no, guess what? The government's gonna shut down. Now this time there's a pandemic going on. And if the government shuts down, oh, yeah, guess what might happen? Guess what just may happen? Hmm? Yeah. Catastrophe. The markets might tank along with the economy. Payments to millions of people, Social Security, different stuff may not go out. Yeah. House Majority Leader uh, Stanley Hoyer said on Tuesday that, you know, the use of reconciliation, which is a process that could allow Democrats to lift the debt ceiling without GOP votes, is an option. Because Democrats do have the House. They have the presidency. So, I don't know if y'all still play this game. I stopped playing it a long time ago. Do I stay abreast of the public information, what they want us to know? Because, of course, they control what's being put into the media. Don't think that they don't. But I stopped playing this game because they're two sides of the same coin. They're about divide and conquer. Keep us, the people, divided while they continue to conquer. Seemingly like they're against each other. It's 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 frankly laughable and ridiculous. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said, and I quote, there is no chance the Republican conference will go out of our way to help Democrats conserve their time and energy so they can resume ramming through partisan socialism as fast as possible, end quote. Socialism. This has been a key word from the Republicans accusing the Democrats of such. But you know, Democrats... Republicans, liberals, conservatives, left, right, always to make us argue with each other, to make us divided with one another. Imagine for a second if we finally 
put someone on the ballot that was neither one of them. Maybe not even an, an independent, but if so, the right independent. Someone that has logic that appeals to everyone. And of course, we cannot please anyone or everyone. Seems like we can't, can't please anyone. But someone that can unite us. Obama wasn't it. Who has the talent to help us see the things we have in common and not focus on our differences? And I said logic. You know, my show is the Mike's Opinion Podcast, Logic Unleashed. I do not want to be like nominated in any way. That's irresponsible of me because I think I might be able to do it. I might be able to bring us together. I don't think so. I don't know because I, you know, too, you know, I'd like to think I could try to bring peace and appeal to everyone's humanity because that's where we should start. We are all human beings. Color, race, gender, height, none of that matters. None of it matters how you wear your hair, if you choose to get a vaccine or not, none of that. Right? But this whole system, full of red tape, full of bureaucracy, full of bullshit, is designed to keep us hating each other. So as I've seen happen in the past, we'll get down to the final hour, that, you know, 11th hour, and boom, the ceiling will be raised or there'll be some solution and the government will not shut down. Most likely, the government has shut down before. Let's just be very clear. But right now, during the pandemic, with so many economic and fiscal factors involved, now would not be a good time to be fucking with shit. So these, hmm, I almost said like eight words, these people that have been elected to lead us to govern us, our government, need to get their shit together. But I've seen that said about 5,000 times. Get their shit together. Support us. Represent us properly. Will it happen? I don't know. I don't, you know I'm not terribly optimistic. I'll tell you that. Are you? Moving on. I always try to end on a good note whenever I do the update. And today's no different. The last two things are a lot less lighter than prison and politics and viruses. Okay? The first thing is daylight savings time. Yep. How you feel about that? Let me know. Send me an email, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. I still reply to any and all emails that come to me, even though it may take me just a minute to do so, but I do still personally reply. So if you want to contact me, please reach out. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. But daylight savings time is um, right around the corner. This year, because it's been changed, keeps going back and back. Um, getting delayed, but it's um, Sunday, November 7th at 2 a.m. That's when daylight savings time comes to an end. And we will go back to early darkness. Huh? Yeah. How you feel about that? Lately, there's been hoopla. And it has been actually for many years that I know Hawaii and Arizona, they don't end it. They stay on daylight savings time. That's just their regular time. They don't have to um, spring forward or fall back. And by the way, November 7th, we turn our clocks back. That's how I've always remembered it. Fall back, you know, like that that trust exercise, you know, where you, a bunch of people stand behind you and you just let yourself fall back and they catch you. Hopefully catch you. Don't let you fall to the floor. So you fall back. And you spring forward. So Sunday, November 7th, we will turn our clocks back. 
one hour. But daylight savings time, when I was doing a little research for this, apparently goes all the way back to like the 1700s. And guess who it's attributed to? One of the first. Of course, the Romans did it with different times. Time has been weirdly manipulated. And I got really deep into it. I had to stop because I did always dig too deep when I started researching stuff. But anyway, Benjamin Franklin thought about it. Ben was one of them dudes, right? Ben was into all kinds of just thinking. He used to be thinking about some shit. Who just sits around and says, you know what? We should have more daylight in our day. How do you presume? Ah, I've got it. We should turn back the clock. Or, or, or make the clock go forward. Yes. Because it happens naturally. So we adjust our clock accordingly. When I say it happens, it gets darker earlier or darker later, depending on the time of year. So, daylight safe savings time is here. There's plenty of states that want to just get rid of it altogether and let's stay with the sun not setting here in, in where I live in, in, in Texas till about 8 39 o'clock at night. I personally, I'm just going to say, I like when daylight saving time ends because, first of all, the weather's cooler. Fall is here, then winter. You know, I like the cold weather. I like all weather. But I particularly like the, the, the winter or the fall when, when it's not too cold and the, the leaves are changing. I love that shit. Summer, anything over 72 degrees, you can take that shit and shove it. It's hot, bugs flying all over the place. Ugh. There's one advantage, though. Or I won't even say advantage. One, one good thing. And yes, it's going to sound chauvinistic, but it's just me being real. Women wear less clothing in the summer. And it's nice. They get to show their legs and their curves. It's a wonderful thing. Bathing suits. You know, and I'm not a gawker. I'm not like a starer like I've seen some people. But I appreciate the female form and fuck you if you don't. Frankly. I'm not afraid to be a man. Listen to the episode prior to this one. It's called The Death of Masculinity. Yeah, check that out. It's okay for me as a man to acknowledge, recognize, and appreciate the female body. And if you're <gasps> aghast and appalled, well, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't because it's ridiculous for you to be appalled at that. Anyway, so it's dark around 6 o'clock. The weather's cooler. And I'll mind that. For daylight savings time, they did it to save candles in the early days. Really, that's what that was all about. How can we burn less candles? Let's change the clocks. So we have more daylight. Makes sense. Right? But guess what? We don't burn anymore. We don't burn candles. We burn electricity. So. I'm pretty sure. Because we are all. Not very considerate when it comes to. to um, electricity. That. Because it gets dark a few hours earlier. I doubt that that makes any difference because people just leave lights on during the day, like whatever. Yeah. Some opponents argue, though, that um, daylight saving time disrupts the human circadian rhythms. I have a whole episode on circadian rhythms. Go check that out. And that those disruptions in circadian rhythms negatively impact the human health processes. And that there's an increase in fatal traffic collisions and that increase health risks such as heart attacks. So maybe we should turn the lights off or let the sun go down a little earlier to prevent that type of shit. Hmm? Yeah. But I wanted to chime in real quick on, on daylight savings time because it's right around the corner. And like I said, this is, uh, we've got like two, the day or two left in, um, in uh, September. October's a couple days away. And then November 7th, here we come. Daylight savings time is here, baby. You ready? All right. Now, the last subject that I have for this update may not 
be of interest to everyone. But for my sports fans out there, particularly my NFL fans out there, this one's for you. Now, I live in a suburb of Dallas, Texas. For several years, when they bought the or built the new stadium, I had season tickets. Great seats. Took friends, family, my wife, partied out there. And I, I don't have them anymore because it's an hour drive away. Traffic is atrocious. And I wasn't paying any attention to the game. I'll just keep it 100 with you. I was, I was buzzed and drinking and eating and partying and, you know, like when the crowd goes, you know, I was halfway paying attention to the game. But I was like, yo, I'm not paying this type of money to come out here to party in the stadium. So I much rather enjoy watching the TV at the crib with some friends or family and just enjoying it that way. Now, every once in a while, if I feel like going to see a game, I'll cop some tickets and go to the game. But I don't need to go to every game. That's all I'm saying. So I didn't need those season tickets. But them Dallas Cowboys, yo, this might be the year. This might be the year. They should be 3-0. and But they're 2-1. and They just beat the Philadelphia Eagles. But up until the last three seconds, we were winning the game that we lost against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks, who, of course, are the world champions, the current reigning Super Bowl champions. And we beat them in their house. But the field goal kicker just, you know, ruined that. But that's all good. It's all good. It is all good. But we balling. Everything is clicking. They look so good against Philly through a 41 points like it was nothing. Dak, you know what I'm saying, Zeke. These boys, you know, um, uh, C.D. Lamb, you know, Diggs on the defense, they they doing it. They are doing it. But I wanted to mention the NFL really for for several reasons. Of course, like I said, I just wanted to give the Cowboys their props. You know, I'm really not that, you know, a fan dude per se. One of my businesses involves sports cards, sports memorabilia, you know, the import, the export, the buying, the selling. So I, you know, I pay attention to this stuff. But just watching the games, football is one of my favorite sports because I like the roughness of it. I like seeing them hits. I like seeing the synchronicity in conjunction with 11 people against 11 people, offense on defense against the defense. It's just, it's, it's, it's wonderful to watch for me. But these games, they are so Exciting. They're thrilling, right? You don't see a whole, whole lot of blowouts anymore. And these young boys is out there balling. All of them young, I guess. Tom Brady is what, 42 years old? And yo, I'm in my mid fifties. I know them balls start cracking. I know it's harder to get up. So, you know, he's got six, I think six, seven Super Bowl ranks. I mean, He's the GOAT for a reason. The GOAT meaning greatest of all time. And, hey, you got to give him his props. You must give him his props. He has earned it. And he's still balling in his 40s. And I hope that doesn't come back to backfire on him. I hope he does not hurt himself. That That's that's truly, you know, what I hope. Because that that would kind of suck. Right? Because if he gets hurt, he gonna get hurt hurt. Like hurt hurt. Right now they two and one just like the Cowboys are. And I hey. If you're an NFL fan and if you gotta pick for who's going to the Super Bowl, let me know. Let me know. Because a lot of people say, hey, it's going to be the Bucks. And can you guess who else? Who else do you think it's going to be? That's right. Kansas City. That's what they say. I don't know. Because my homie and them Chiefs are one and two. They ain't looking as stellar as they once were. It takes a lot. Quarterback can be great. But unless you have that supporting cast, and that's just on the offensive side, but 
the defense got to do some things too. This is why I say it's it's a wonderful thing because you got so many components that must come together and gel. Unexpectedly, though, you know, in the AFC, the Raiders are 3-0. and The Broncos are 3-0. and In the NFC, the Rams are 3-0. and I don't know. Say what you want about the Cardinals. But little Shorty, and then people give him, you know, shit about his height. But Kyler Murray and them Cardinals, yo, they 3-0. and They balling. And of all other teams, the Panthers. Carolina Panthers are three and oh. Go figure. Right? Who would have thunk it? And this is another thing. The unpredictability. There's this um movie. I'm pretty sure you NFL fans know. It's called NFL uh, Any Given Sunday. And it's the cast is ridiculous. LL, Jamie Foxx, Al Pacino. I mean, ah, just the list goes on and on, right? But on any given Sunday. Anything could happen. And this is the fascination and the greatness of sports. And that's not limited to just the NFL. Right? All sports, at any given time, anything could happen. From the one-on-one boxing or the MMA to the sports that involve multiple people. That must be in some form of synchronicity to get it right. To get the W. To get it done. But this NFL is so exciting these days. And for me, it always has been. Going back to my day, you know, Joe Namath and Terry Bradshaw and OJ Simpson. Uh, uh, how you feel about OJ? OJ crazy, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he got a podcast and stuff like that out there now. He just, he living his best OJ life. <laughs> you know? I don't know if he did it or not. Do you? Was you there? No? Glove don't fit. You must quit. Anyway, I digress, as I normally do. But I wanted to end, like I said, on a good note, daylight savings time and the NFL and just, um, you know, when in Rome is a Roman. Do When in Rome, do as the Romans do. Now, a lot of y'all know I'm born and raised in New York City. They say, yo, 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 Mike, Mike. How you a Cowboys fan? And not a Giants or Jets fan. Fair question. Fair question. Well, there's a song that says, Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. And I think that is um, applicable to me. Because it ain't where you're from. It's where you at. And I have been in Texas for many years. And I am in the Dallas area. And, you know, uh, the Cowboys are America's team. They have been marketed brilliantly. Cheerleaders had their own movie. And many people around the country love the Dallas Cowboys. If I lived in Seattle, I would be a Seahawks fan. Yes, if I lived in Philly... I would be an Eagles fan. You get the gist? If I lived back in New York, I would be a New York fan. Even though they suck. Suck. Okay, big time. The Giants, 0-3. The New York football Jets, 0-3. It ain't looking good. But that's not why I'm not with them. The Cowboys have sucked. But I think it's their time, y'all. It's been 20-some years since the Super Bowl championship. It's time. It is time. I don't know if Mike McCarthy and them boys can get it done for the Cowboys, but Dak is looking pretty good. And I say pretty good because he made a crucial mistake early in this game against Philly. I don't know if y'all saw that. But he should. He got to learn how to get rid of that ball faster. Yo, Dak, if you hear this, get rid of the rock, yo. Get rid of I know you tried. But, you know, you was in the end zone. You handed Philly a, a, a touchdown. Not that it mattered. Not that it mattered much at all. But I'm just saying, don't panic. And I know that's easy for me to say when I don't have 300 or 400-pound linebackers trying to just, you know, break my ankle again. I get it. I do. I do. But that's what I have for the day for the update. I just wanted to do the update because um, it needed to be done. Got some good episodes coming up real soon. So stay tuned. 
Again, please support the show if you can in monetary fashion. If you cannot, the other ways, social media, like, subscribe, share, comment, follow, do all of those things on social media and all the podcast places, all the places. Do it at all the places. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Continue to help the show grow. Like I said, I hope you're doing real well out there. If you want to contact me, shoot me an email, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. That'd be greatly appreciated. I'd like to hear from you uh, so I can, you know, interact with you in some way. If there's something new out there you think I need to be doing or some podcast place that you don't see my show, holler at me and let me know. That'd be greatly appreciated. Stay healthy. Drink your water, eat your vegetables, do your exercise, and you know, wear a mask if you feel that's what you want to do. And I hope you either had it and it's gone or you never get it, that being COVID-19. So I hope you're okay out there. And I always mean that from my entire heart, not just the bottom of it. I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. <laughs>